Ladies, gentlemen, and vampire hunters alike, you're listening to yet another episode from the Western Reviews Podcast. Today's review will spotlight one of Netflix's latest horror-slash-thriller films that have reached their top 10 chart as of recent. With a cast that ranges from an Oscar-winning actor to a Grammy-nominated rapper, no, seriously, it's a federal crime that this rapper featured in this movie hasn't won a single Grammy in his career yet, plus a budget of $100 million, this film should pack a punch with heavyweight performers having fun in horror territory. This is Day Shift, brought to you by the man who did stunt work for various films and shows such as Mortal Kombat, The Scorpion King, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and 24. Take a listen to the trailer and I'll return my verdict of a bloodthirsty review. It's gonna be a hot one in Los Angeles. So what's on the agenda today? My eyes are closed. Like every day. What are you doing in my room? Hunting vampires. Is a business. Cut necks and cash your checks. Well, things have changed since you got your ass kicked out the union. If I don't come up with 10K, my wife and my daughter are gonna move the floor. Hi, Dad. You're late again. And the union is the only place that could give me that kind of money. Your record is chock full of incidents. But he's a new man. One last chance. This is your final warning. Get crazy. Oh no! Vampires just tried to kill me. Now I just pissed my favorite fucking Hey, hey, hey everybody pisses themselves the first time. Really? Yeah. Did yeah. you? No, I no, no, I didn't, but but listen, you did. You know what I see when I see a van? Big old dollar sign. Hey, hey, don't you puke in here. I swallowed it. Locked and loaded. Vampires. They're the monsters. And all they are is murdering. It's not Eclipse, New Moon, Breaking Dawn Part 1. It ain't like that, all right? Why do you know the names to all the specific Twilight films? What? And what's your gripe with Breaking Dawn Part 2? It's the exciting conclusion of the whole Twilight saga. Welcome to the day shift, motherfucker. <laughs> Works every time. Murder was the case that they gave me. And we're back. Now, without further ado, let me take you into the world of day shift with this small plot description that will satiate your hunger. Meet Bud, played by Jamie Foxx. By day, he may be your average pool cleaner, but by night, he is hunting vampires and collecting fangs for a paycheck. This time round, his vampire hunting skills have to come in handy after plans are made regarding his daughter, Paige, moving away with Mama Megan Good, who is unaware yet suspicious of Bud's daily activities that often affect his bonding time with their daughter. 
With the help of rookie vampire enthusiast slash supervisor Seth, played by Dave Franco, and longtime pal Big John, played by Snoop Doggy Dog, Bud has to battle the headed vampire queen before she takes away the two people he loves with all of his heart. And that's pretty much the movie, plain and simple. Now, to break down my thoughts about the movie starting with the simple plot. Look, if you're looking for a film that boasts strong character development and some coherent backstory, don't look for it here with this movie. Think of it as the feature-length movie equivalent of Grand Theft Auto video games, but if vampire hunting was a top-tier way for you to make a lot of money in the game. The GTA connection makes sense with the action scenes being lengthy and brutal as well as the fact that this movie takes place in California, where a lot of the GTA games, despite having fictional city names, are based from. The film comes to do what it does with a simple storyline and straightforward characters, and it accomplishes it to the best of its ability. The genre bending of comedy and horror here makes somewhat of a decent fit, though the comedy kinda overpowers the horror that was depicted or mentioned in the trailers. It's kinda difficult to take the vampires who turn into Stranger Things meet WWE contortionists seriously when Jamie Foxx is trying to crack jokes or is just making, what? What? What the f How is this happening? Facial expressions. But speaking of Mr. Fox, it makes for a perfect segue into my thoughts on the characters. Jamie Foxx's bud is pretty much the Tyrese in this universe, so to speak. If you're willing to help him out in the situation or even attempt to make the slightest bit of small talk with him, he will remind you every single time that someone is trying to take his baby away. I just want my baby! I'm at $13,000 a month. What more do you want from me? Oh <laughs> or if he isn't trying to warn you about his daughter being taken away, he's trying to fill the runtime with jokes. Now in Netflix land, Jamie Foxx has been playing with fire recently regarding his comedic talents. Previously, he's done great with the form. See the In Living Color era back in the 90s. But with one of his latest Netflix shows titled Dad Stop Embarrassing Me, it was a bit of a stinker. So with this movie, it seems like a lot of the non-parent-centered jokes or leftovers from there made to fit the theme of the film. And while they may be dry jokes, it's all in good fun and Fox does his best here. I think Bud's best moments in the movie, however, are criticizing some random horror movie tropes for how random they are. Like in the scene where he side-eyes his neighbor vampire who uses her fingertips to strike a fire light a cigarette. The main three supporting actors pretty much embodied their actors as personalities. Dave Franco as Seth is the nerd whose only purpose is to lose his mind during vampire attacks, which usually culminates in him pissing or crapping himself every time. Megan Good as the mom looks good. I mean, what can I say? She's just there. And Snoop Dogg as Big John felt a little bit underused in this film. His purpose in the movie is to basically just get Bud back in good graces with the union so he can properly get paid, and he serves it. But once Dave Franco enters the scene, Snoop pretty much goes ghost in the movie until the climax when Bud needs his assistance with the remaining vampire and villain Queen Vamp's lair. And speaking of underused and villains, the queen vamp herself, played by Carla Souza, is playing the cliche villain trope with the same cliche villain lines you hear. You will rule the day that you killed my daughter. Or, join me in my mission and you shall potentially live. Or, oh how unfortunate of you to be so difficult with me. It's just the usual. Queen Vamp doesn't take proper action on our hero Bud until closer to the end of the film, when it feels like a case of too little too late. If I were to mention one group of characters that had an interesting touch that would be plot filler for a while, are the vampires themselves being categorized into various beings. Personally, I didn't know that there were such things as spider vampires, or northern vampires, or twilight vampires. Okay, I made the last bit up, but the first two I truly didn't know about. 
I guess vampires have unique backgrounds and different powers. I suppose. All in all, Day Shift gets the okay rating from me. AKA it's made for renting or streaming. If you happen to looking for a movie to snack on, this is the best one to look into. I'll be at the runtime being a little under two hours, which is a bit exhausting, but not too much of a big deal. It's just your average Netflix romp with the usual suspects. Action-packed sequences, nonsensical storylines, and varied moments that make you go, hmm. So there are good vampires? Can't wait to see what Jamie Foxx has next in store with Netflix. After this and Project Power, he can't top the madness in those films. Or can he? Ugh. And that about wraps the day shift review. Coming up next, Hunk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. A movie that premiered as early as the Sundance Festival back in January, but is now making its way onto Peacock and theater simultaneously. So boom, there you have it. Stay tuned for more reviews to come, including Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Pinocchio, the Disney Plus version, an anniversary movie review, and coming this October, My Horror Movie Roundup. More to come on that in a few weeks. If you'd like updates on what's coming up, do not hesitate to follow me on my socials. On Twitter, at Reviews underscore Western, that is Reviews underscore Western, or on my Instagram page, at Western Reviews Official. You can listen to the show, The Western Reviews Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and more. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. I hope you enjoyed this review, and you'll check out my previous episodes featuring reviews for films such as The Batman, and most recently, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go put my mirrors up and load up on garlic in case of vampire visits. The Western Wonder, signing out. Bye, have a great time.